Hello, hello. <laughs> it's November. I'm sorry, December fifth, episode forty-seven. Correct. Thirty-eight. Was it thirty-eight? Oh, <laughs> see, I told you to do it. I just do it to keep it on our toes. Uh, good night. Good good night. I'm ready to say good night. Man, got me all messed up here. We're on the, on the wrong side. Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Shadows podcast, hosted by Haunted Souls Paranormal. It is December 5th, episode 38. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're good. <laughs> all right. Uh, and it's cold outside. Yes. Very cold. Yes. Very cold. Very cold. Supposed yeah, to be like holiday season for sure. <laughs> they say thirty something this morning. It could be this morning. Yeah. And tomorrow morning. Yes. <sighs> and that's supposed to be the high. Is only supposed to be like forty something. I just want like here's the thing. I've always said like if it's really cold, at least let it snow because then the cold's worth it. But no, it's not going to probably snow until. I can't do that after Christmas. I bet. Yes. I don't want no snow. I love the snow. What do you mean? You have a Jeep. Why does it matter for you? <laughs> you just go right over the snow. I got my little Honda Elantra. <laughs> you need to plow the streets for you. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get it out. Uh, let's see. Well, Kathy's in here first. I love how it says orange. Face, orange, raised, raised eyebrows. eyebrows. Emoji. Your emojis don't come crossed. <laughs> I'm leading with second. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Lauren's in here. Hello, hello. Yeah, Madison gets in here and she has this all set up like by like 620. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I first it... didn't think I was going to because I had to travel here. So traffic was hit in the butt. What's going on, Brandon? Hello, hello. Early is the new lady. Yeah, apparently. Hey, we hey. we were we were awful at the point where it was like 15 minutes late. So yeah. I'd rather be a little early. What's up, Kenny Brown? Hello, hello. hello, hello. And Teresa and Lily are in. Hello, uh, hello. We met Lily. At uh, Strawberry Festival in Kimswick. Oh, okay. And stuff. So, uh, welcome, welcome. Kathy says, why we change seats? Well, if you need to know, I have these new multi-focus glasses. So, Kathy says, you are fuzzy. Well, if I take my glasses off, so are you. So, uh (laughs) Bear with us with the internet thing. It worked good last week, yeah. so I don't know what's the deal with it again. We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. So, so, but I have multi-focus glasses, so when I look down, I can read my phone, and I wanted to see if I could see the comments and the screen, uh, and if I look through the top, I can. I get to see everybody's lovely comments and stuff. So, yes, I will be working the comments tonight. Mm-hmm. Madison will get her job back next week. I just wanted to see if I could do it. Yeah. And how well they worked. So Madison said, Are you going to be wearing them all the time now? I was I like, said, no. Even when you're driving? He said, I could drive just fine. I could drive fine without my glasses. It's the small stuff that I can't see. Like when I'm in the grocery store looking at labels, I'm yeah. always taking my glasses on and off. Now I can just leave them on. And- the funny thing was, though, so I go, Well, now we just need to fix your hearing. And he said, What? How do you fix it? How do you fix the sound? I said, No, your hearing. He goes, Oh. 
It was, I, it was literally just the perfect thing that happened. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like one job only. Yep. That's all I got is one job, one job only. Um. <laughs> uh, this is our third from last episode yep. of the season. This one and then two more. Next week we have Santiago Cirillo on, uh, TV star, actor, um, big into the Haya Nation mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So he'll be on. And then the last season finale will be uh, Athena, Athena uh, the zombie expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has all of her degrees in chemical or biology and all that smart person stuff. yeah <laughs> so uh yeah but, she'll be on uh talking about everybody get your zombie questions ready mm-hmm. and then don't forget we're going to be taking about a month off mm-hmm. uh we're going to restructure a lot of things the holidays um changing up some stuff with the podcast and then we'll be back probably about four weeks two weeks after the holidays yeah. and then we'll start season two um, and hopefully things go well. It'll be a great, uh, still haven't heard the answer, so I can't tell you what it is yeah. yet, but, uh, You'll hopefully see things will be it. Yeah. So we'll be on there. <laughs> hopefully cross our fingers. We won't be in the office. We'll be on location somewhere. Yeah. So, but, uh, we'll let you know when we, when we for sure know. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping. <laughs> We're hoping. But, um, uh, with that, we have, um, Matthew on. So, uh, We'll bring him on and uh, see about, let him talk. Hey, Matt. Hello, hey, hello. what's going on, guys? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Doing good. Hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, good. I was like, date right and everything. I was talking to you and totally forgot about it. I was like, I always get that before I get on, what date is and episode. I was totally. Off. I was back in the green room watching the whole thing unfold, so I'm glad she's uh, she can keep you straight. <laughs> That's ain't that what kids are for? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, um, would you like to tell everybody uh, how you got started, who you are, how you got started? Well, my name is Matthew Jackson, and I have been a paranormal investigator, ITC, experimenter, researcher since about um, 2009. Uh, I was kind of a late bloomer in the whole field. I I, I didn't, you know, I, I mean, I grew up a super weird kid. That's a given. But I didn't really have the paranormal on my radar as far as it being like a legitimate pursuit until uh, probably like 2003. I had a pretty f- profound a uh, profound experience that kind of opened my eyes to the possibilities of our reality as we perceive it. And so uh, that's when I started reading and studying and uh, contemplating, you know, the the paranormal and so forth. And it was about 2009 that I actually started actively pursuing it. So, um, and I, Shortly thereafter, I started a uh, blog that I just called Paraholics. A lot of people think that it's a just another ghost hunting team, <clears throat> but it's really just me personally kind of creating a, I want to create a record to be able to reflect upon all the places that I've been to and places that I've investigated and various experiences 
and you know by default you wind up meeting people along the way that you just uh love uh working with and that you uh, adore as friends uh so i've uh, kept the blog up since 2012 and i've recently started another online presence called uh, obscure vox itc where i'm i'm just getting the site up and started and it's basically where um you know my my viewpoints through experience have kind of evolved over the years, especially when dealing with uh, ITC and the the how it all might work and how it might be connected or not connected to what we quantify as like a haunting. So I, I noticed the more I I rambled on and on and on on my blog on Paraholics about my weird existential thoughts and and uh, views on ITC that I felt like I was losing the ghost hunt, hunting. The ghost hunting audience so i decided to create a different uh, platform for me to kind of pursue that and uh, to keep paraholics to more of the more of the fun stuff more of the uh, things that people can relate to so that's kind of where i'm at with everything currently but i've uh, like i said i've been to a lot of different locations I've had lots of success using all kinds of different types of equipment and experiments and you know when we met i was a presenter at the uh, haunted america conference that troy taylor puts on uh, right outside alton illinois and i'm presenting again there this year and so i'll have my booth set up with probably an army of ghost boxes and we're willing to talk about all things weird with weirdos so it's something i really, <laughs> I really enjoy to do so uh, that's that's kind of and that's the simple cliff notes of who I am and uh, how I got here. So, cheers. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I got back on again. I I remember your pictures with all the ghost boxes and stuff. And I believe when I saw you, I came over because I'm so fascinated with those. Uh, and I was yeah. like, oh, you make these? And you said, no, I just know everybody. And I did it again at the beginning. I was like, oh, you make the, the equipment. And you're like, nope, don't make it. And I was like, oh, that's right. You're, <laughs> you you show everybody else's stuff that you that they make for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm I, very. Um, go ahead. Well, no, I was, well, I'm just I, very I, fascinated with the whole uh, ghost box and uh -huh. um, like portal boxes i think i just they're more a little bit more clear than the spirit box mm. yeah so um i when i started getting what i call like boutique boxes uh and what i mean by that are like the custom-made boxes that are not like mass produced like the s box or the psb7 or 11 those are mass produced boxes and not that they don't work, and I'm not saying anything negative about them at all, but the, the boutique boxes that I really started getting into, I uh, got a little bit of a, a collector streak in me. So uh, for one, I thought it was really cool to own all these really weird contraptions. And for another, I started noticing, depending on the way the box was made and the way that it was tuned and the way that the different effects were uh, applied to it, how it almost like these different boxes almost had like different personalities. And so I got to where, I mean, there's just certain situations where I felt like I need this box or that box because this is what I need for this situation. So it became kind of a weird connection I've had with some of my uh, uh, devices. Not, not, not that I think that they're all like, you know, sentient or my ghost boxes are haunted, but I just felt like certain 
certain tools work better in certain situations, which is pretty unique. But I did have one ghost box though that was flipping haunted. That is like uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. It was <laughs> the weirdest device I I ever owned. But uh, yeah, and and I don't typically I don't use um, like portals personally. Uh, and the reason that I don't is because uh, through all my studies with like ITC. Uh, you know, it, it's really like the the raw audio that spirits need to facilitate the vocalization. And even though a lot of my ghost boxes have like similar effects uh, that like a, a portal device might have, uh, the one thing that most ghost boxes don't do is suppress the audio before it actually comes through the device. And not that you can't get responses through portals, because I've made those types of devices and I've used them uh, and they do sound, you know, way crisp, you know, or, or the, you know, less staticky and so forth. But there's also a lot of voices that if you dial them in too much, you really kill a lot of communication that's there. Because my experience with ITC, it seems like the responses are either low, below what you might hear in the uh, radio chatter, or it will bounce through higher than that. And so depending on, you know, where you're at in your location, some of the communication might be coming through at a lower note and you might be losing it because you have it suppressed depending on how you have your portal device uh, adjusted. So, uh, okay. but you know, they, 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 they can't, they do work, but as far as like uh, my research and the different boxes that I own, I don't, I don't have, I might have one box that's similarly built to the way a, a, a portal's made, but um, yeah, most of my boxes aren't aren't quite like that. But I, I'm really familiar with with them. Yeah, you got some really cool. You got like the old fashioned radios and stuff that are made into the spirit boxes and stuff, which are really cool. I like the uh, that yeah. old that old kind of collector <laughs> thing of different. Yeah. Since since you and I met, I actually have have gotten my hands on one of the original Frank's boxes made by Frank Sumption. So I'm just now getting to where, uh, and I've, I've owned a couple of Frank's boxes in the past. They're just super rare. You know, he's the inventor of uh, the ghost box and uh, Frank passed away a few years ago. So uh, his, his boxes are not like widely, widely available and obviously not being It's made like the DR 60. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> It's like the DR60. It's like the oh, Holy yeah, Grail. The DR60. Yeah, the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, trying to get your hands on a, a DR60 or a Frank's box. Uh, yeah, good luck, and I hope you you got a bankroll. You know, because you know the they they command a pretty high price. I I, I have a DR60. So, uh, I, I, I gotta ask. Yeah. Go on. Oh no, go on. I, I have a. I have a DR60, and I've, I don't think I've ever had a piece of equipment that I have such a love-hate-love relationship with. Uh, it's it's a, it's a complicated little device, and uh, I go hot and cold with it. Sometimes I I, I think it's great, and other times I want to throw it against the wall like a hockey puck. So, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I I really like it that it comes through, uh, but I don't like how low the sound is, and you can't turn yeah. it up. So if yeah. you really want to hear something, you have to record it onto another object, you know, and then mm -hmm. it's just almost time to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I have so a way of I gotta ask transferring the, the audio. 
I have a way of transferring well, my audio from the DR6. There's a little bit of a delay. delay that I think is messing us up, but I have a way of transferring yeah. my audio from the DR60 to like a Zoom recorder. And then from there, I can put it on my laptop and try to try to clean it up. But it's a lot of work. It's pretty labor intensive. You got to really want a freaking EVP to go through all that work. <laughs> <laughs> Better be some good evidence. <laughs> that, Absolutely. Because that's a lot of work. And, ooh, ooh. Um, yeah. So going to the paranormal thing, uh, where was the first place that you've ever investigated? The first place I ever investigated. Uh, wow. So it was actually in a, uh, a strip mall, like shopping center, uh, which was kind of funny because it was a new, it was new construction. It wasn't old at all. Uh, but the, the, uh, the owner of a particular store was having all these experiences and she um, I, I own actually a hair salon that's my my real job and she was in my hair salon talking to my brother and i telling us about this you know weird paranormal stuff that was happening in her business and at that point i'd met a couple paranormal investigators that were uh, based out of uh, indianapolis and i thought well you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce these people to each other so if they can like help them out but the caveat is I get to go on the investigation. So I completely wormed my way in uh, to be able to go just to check it out. Because by that point, you know, I was well entrenched into reading and studying about uh, the paranormal. But and, and by that point, the television shows are on and I was fascinated that that was even like a real pursuit. And so I just wanted to go and I wanted to see what what it was like. And so, yeah, that's that was my First investigation was in a freaking store. <laughs> that's a like most people are like, oh, it's a prison or asylum. He's like, nope, it's yeah. a strip mall. It's a strip. It's just a store. Yeah, I think it was called like everything. Yeah, I think it was called like the Crystal Cottage or something silly like that. And I mean, it was just like you know, full of like knickknacks and candles and. <laughs> It was a weird place to be to be haunted, but um, yeah, it was, it was it was an interesting night, and I actually had an experience that I, I I couldn't shake, which just made me want to do it again because I I you know I'm a skeptical believer with most things, so I had this experience where we were all going into the back of the store near the the like the the mechanic room, and we were going to do a session back there, and I was. It's kind of the last person to leave like the, the store floor to go back there. And I heard somebody uh, walk up behind me and I felt like somebody was standing there. And so I sidestepped like, hey, go ahead. I'll be right there because I was messing with like a camera or something like that. And that's when I realized there was nobody behind me that I could see at least. And I was like, it was kind of like one of those moments from Goonies. It's like, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it freaked me out, man. So I, uh, I I caught up with the group really quick, and I told them what happened. And I just, you know, thought about that for days. Like, did I really? Because there was no doubt in my mind that somebody walked up behind me because I heard the footsteps and everything, and and there was no one there that I could see. So it was it was a trip. Um, I was going to ask you that. Oh, so uh, from from there, so that we were hooked on that thing. Um, 
and everything. Uh, what's been like your most favorite place that you've gone to that you would go back again and again? Well, I've been to Waverly Hills probably about 10 times. Um, Waverly Hills and all my visits, there's probably, there's only been one time I've ever been to Waverly and it was really quiet. Other than that, that place never disappoints if you're going there for, you know, to have an experience. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been there before or not, but it is one of those yeah. places that it just, it, it's iconic, you know, uh, it's terrible for sound contamination. So if you're an ITC guy, it, it'll drive you crazy if you think you're going to get great audio in Waverly Hills. But if, if you just kind of relax and just sink into the environment and just take it in and you're not worried about, you know, believing that you're producing a television show and just kind of immerse yourself in the environment, uh, that environment will speak to you because it's freaking alive. I, I've seen and heard and felt things in Waverly Hills that I uh, probably have never seen or experienced anywhere else. So, you know, being so close to Louisville, it's it's pretty convenient. So I probably average, you know, getting there probably, you know, once a year or something like that. So feel pretty fortunate having that place close by. So that's probably the big the big location near me that I've I've been to multiple times. I I've been to like Mansfield. I've been to the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast. I've been to uh, St Albans down in Radford, Virginia, a couple times. Uh, you know, multiple you know residences, uh, smaller businesses. Um, you know, the here in Indiana we have like the Monroe House in Hartford City. I've been there a couple times. I've been you know, uh, RCI or whatever it's called now. Um, so I've, I've been to, I've been to a lot of local. That actually, I, I didn't tell her that, but actually we're going to spend the weekend at the Monroe house. Mm. So later Good this luck year. With that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know that. I, I have a friend, her name, I don't know if she's watching or not. Abby, she's on here and she does the paranormal and she, that's like her hands down. Abby's like, she's in love with that house. She's like, if I could mm. move in, I would move in that house and live there. She's like, I just love it. It's like, she goes, it's just, she goes, it's a different experience. It's just every time is something, it's just something different there. That's just, you know, yeah. that's, it's you know, a fun. She thinks it's a great place. So I, I, I've been there. Um, I've been there twice and I have to say, if I ever have encountered anything, and I've heard with a Monroe house, it's either hot or cold. You know, it's either super active or it's just kind of dead. And uh, the one time I was there, though, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not one that really subscribes much to like demons and that type of. I, I try not to view the 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 paranormal through a theological lens. I try to stay pretty. Uh, objective in my experiences and and anything that I uh, come across, but that house did its best to try to convince me that freaking demons and Satan was real. Uh, I, <laughs> I saw people in front of me get scratched and burned and uh, upset and have to leave the house and almost throw up. Um, and I was the only person in the room that was unaffected. And I think the reason why it didn't do any of that stuff to me is because 
I was the one running the camera and I swear it wanted me to document its power and what it could do. And so I'm watching all this unfold and I, I've always compared it to like a, uh, a school of fish with a shark swimming around. I'm just picking people off one by one. And it, it was to this day, the damnedest thing I've ever seen. And if I, I hadn't been there, I'd never believed it if someone told me about it because it was just, it was nuts. It was just completely bonkers. And luckily not all locations are like that, or I would have been a one and done back at the crystal cottage <laughs> and, and never investigated again. But uh, yeah, it was, it was an experience I will never, ever forget. So, have so fun. I'm videotaping that week. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, have fun. So, <laughs> See you guys later. The have fun. The entire time. Uh, yeah. yeah. After so. as as I said she came on, she's like, hi. Yeah. I'm talking about your favorite place, Abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been there and I've heard so many people talk about it. I mean, you see it because it's it's such a um a big place, like a name place, you know. Everybody's like Monroe House, Monroe, you know. And I watch I I get on TikTok and get lost and I don't watch too many people on TikTok, uh, but you know, like I know uh like Kalani was on at there one night and stuff and she said he said that his wife was like scratched or something down in the basement and i've asked abby numerous times i'm like hey has this ever happened and she's like there's been a couple people pushed and you know and stuff like that so i'm excited i can't wait something different i've never experienced none of that i mean i've been to i've been doing this for almost five years and i've never really experienced like the thing flying off a table or a, a door slamming, you know, and I say that now and watch, you know, things start going crazy. But I, I guess as being an investigator, I really want to experience that. I want to be like, dude, I just saw that cup fly across that table, off that table and hit a wall or, you know, something, you know, I mean, you got pushed or no, you got, you thought you I ran, thought, into, you thought you ran into a lady. Yeah. She was at a movie theater. And she thought she had stepped in front of a lady coming right, out of the bathroom of the at the end of the steps. Mm. And she was like, I swear there was somebody there. And she came down and she told me. And they say that the theater's haunted here in St. Louis. And then the next day, the guys were talking about. Like, yeah, people got pushed down the stairs. And I'm like. Yeah, there's a lady up there that pushes people oh at the top grade. of the stairs. And I'm like, well, I guess you encountered her. She didn't push you at least. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a scaredy cat, so Monroe House sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't. She's the most. She's scared of her shadow, but she'll go. She does this ghost hunt stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, you never know. Like, I've I've had many friends that have been to the Monroe House, and it's been super quiet, and nothing's happened. So I I, I never know. We never know what the catalyst is on what's going to set off uh the environment in one of these locations to make it really pop off or you know if it's going to be like a quote unquote off night you know so uh I, i've i've always approached anymore whenever i go anywhere not to have any expectation i've always just been open to whatever may or may not occur and just kind of do my thing and and if you know if something happens i hope i get to document it and if not i still I walk away feeling better, like maybe I'm not insane if I go to a place and nothing happens 
because it adds credibility and validity to my other experiences that I have had or things that I've recorded because I, I, I start to feel like if every place we go, uh, you know, we come back and, we, and it's quote unquote haunted and we've had all this fantastical stuff happen to us, uh, you know, maybe maybe we should uh, go see a shrink, you know, because the, the chances of, you know, all of us having crazy experiences and levitating and and uh, <laughs> and things like that, you know, if that happened everywhere we went, um, you know, that would be that'd be a, a big shocker, you know. So in some ways, I kind of find of it. Yeah, I kind of find peace and and sometimes having a quiet night. It's like, well, nothing happened, you know, and and I've been to places where, you know, multiple times where sometimes it's it's quiet. Sometimes it's not like one night I went into Waverly and it was a really, really quiet night. Still had a blast, but, uh, you know, there's nothing paranormal that I could claim or an experience that anybody had that night that I can, you know, uh, hang my hat on. Yeah, we went to Waverly, and I don't know, it was my son's bucket list place. And I don't know, you know, being the first time we were there, we did uh, we did a, we did the podcast live from there on a Tuesday night and stuff. So there were people, there was only like 12 of us in the yeah. whole place. And the other, like, you know, eight people left and one started investigating without us. Uh, then once when we were done, then we went out. And I think it was more of just exploring the place because we'd never been there before. We really wanted to, you know. To it's see everything and to place. see, you know, such an iconic place that we really did get a lot of, you know, paranormal activity. And I don't think we stayed in the place long enough. I know sometimes we go into an area and we're there two to three hours in that one area, you know, and just trying to get something. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, as an investigator, it don't happen within the first, you know, 30 minutes or so when you get to, to somewhere in a certain place. So you yeah. have to, you know, it's like fishing. You have to sit there for a while and, a bit. and bait and bait, you know. Um, mm -hmm. but I think we just kind of wanted to look around and explore. So we didn't really yeah. get much. We'll have to go back and really investigate, investigate it. And stuff. Yeah. We did get a couple things. We got the guy, the bathroom ghost. Yeah. We've got the bathroom ghost. <laughs> the bathroom ghost. <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah, it was up on the, uh, up on the top floor with the two rooms on the side of the fourth floor. Oh, the bathroom. oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Up there on the top uh -huh. of the roof. Yeah, we were yeah. on the right-hand side, which was the kids' ward, and it sounded like there was somebody in that bathroom there going to the bathroom. Like, like he had zipper keys, like zipper, like zipping up, and he had keys on his zip, like a janitor or something. And we were like, someone's using the bathroom in there. We are like, hello? Did someone walk in? Like, when we were so, I was, I was a little scared because I thought it was a human. And I'm like, hello? There was no one in there. Yeah. I was like. That was kind of you know, the lesson yeah. in that is the lesson in that is how depressing would it be to be a ghost and still have to take a piss? You know, you go. You say that? Yeah. He still has. Is, he's still constipated at times. You're like, oh, oh God. yeah. Last yeah. week he's we having, were doing our evidence. And <laughs> yeah, last last week we were doing our evidence or whatever, and there was a guy and. They had shown a picture who they thought it was, and he had like a receding hairline. And then in the evidence photo, it was a bald man. I'm like, maybe he lost all his hair. Okay, maybe ghosts still lose their hair <laughs> in the afterlife. You still go bald in the afterlife. Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Who knows? Damn, you think you guys? Uh, you would think it'd get better. 
<laughs> yeah, you think. No. Uh, it, um, it's kind of, it's kind of like the whole thing. Yeah. Like, why do ghosts appear with clothes on? It's like, not me, man. I mean, I'm gonna haunt my birthday suit. <laughs> Right around the hallway. Did you see that streaker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running through a gas station, naked ghost, like running through. Oh, that uh, is or, or, or you hate, you know, you you, uh, uh, streak, you streak through a gas station and, and everyone thinks, well, that place is haunted by a, a ghost of a girl. <laughs> uh, be careful what you wish for, yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, what you so your so Waverly would be the most you've gone to and stuff. So, if you had, if you, some people do, some people don't. If you came across a skeptic, and then do you have one piece of equipment or not one piece, one piece of evidence that you show people that say, hey, this is, you know, to like a skeptic or something that you've captured to say this is a ghost, this is a you know a spirit, this is not nothing fake, nothing you know. Anything like that? Well, you know, once upon a time, I thought I had to prove something to other people. And, you know, my experience in dealing with people in this field is if somebody is a skeptic, they usually have a, a, a pretty healthy perspective and they're still open minded, you know, and you can basically show a skeptic or, or play a piece of audio for a skeptic uh, or capture a piece of audio in front of a skeptic and uh, or an EVP or whatever. And so they can observe the parameters that this anomalous voice happen or, or what have you. And if they're truly just a skeptic, they, they should still be somewhat uh, there, there should be some impression made upon them that would make them think like, how how did that happen? You know, uh, but the problem is there's a lot of cynics out there. Cynics are the the haters and the people that are so close minded that no matter what you present to them, they're going to be dismissive in some way. And, you know, and there might be a reason why somebody's cynical. I mean. Uh, but a lot of times they're just trolling the the par paranormal because if you get down to it, there's really not any approach or any method that we use to, you know, quote unquote, hunt and ghost that is not debunkable in some manner. But just because you might be able to explain the way something works, like a ghost box or, or something, just because you might be able to explain how it works doesn't mean you can explain the experience that somebody might have with the equipment. So that's why I'm always really careful when I go and frame anything that I do, like on my, my blog, that I, I, I really feel like it's important that, you know, to gather all the, all the data that I can, because I really can't prove that a haunting is real, uh, but I can capture a really weird experience. So if I have like cooperative, cooperative data, like, my REM pod's going off at the same time, you know, this is going off. And then I also caught an EVP in the same moment and a, and a door slammed. Uh, all those things together add up to something fairly unexplainable. It's like, how can you explain what just happened in that moment versus uh, that was a ghost, but you can't prove it. 
You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. I, I, I think I think as a field, we could probably do better as far as like how we um, and let, let's face it. I mean, there's so many people out there that are just, you know, baiting for clicks and the way that they they hype up. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, Zach Baggins, you're uh, a brilliant businessman, but when you're 50 years old and you've been doing this for 30 years and you're still screaming, I mean, come on. Uh, and and a lot of people emulate just what they've observed, you know, and they think that's how it's done. And so you see a lot of you see a lot of uh, tomfoolery, for lack of a, uh, a better word, going on in a, a lot of presentations, which as a whole you know, it makes it really hard for the the, the paranormal uh, field to be taken serious. So I think until, you know, and I have a good time, don't get me wrong. I'm not some like academic nerd out there, you know, in these locations, I'm having a great time, just like we all do. But at the same time, I think that we need to really think about the way that we present ourselves and, and what we show other people and try to be as careful as we can to you know, try to, like I said, do things better and to make us look a little bit more serious, you know? Yeah, I've, uh, I recently just had a conversation with someone about the whole, I mean, I say TikTok because TikTok has made the paranormal world just crazy. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks that they're a paranormal investigator and, you yeah. know, and trying to find things. And like you said, there's so many things that come across here. Like I'm screaming at the camera, like, it's the window. You can see the shadow. You know, they're like, oh, my God, there's a shadow. And I'm like, I'm like screaming at these people like debunk it. Look at it because that's a lot of things that we do when we do our events and we're doing stuff is when we come across, we try to redo everything we can just to make sure that yeah. that wasn't just, oh, you know, it was a light or, you know, a, a car driving down the road. You know, that, you know, that there was an earth shake or something that made that rim or that cat ball go off or something. So, you know, right. we really try to debunk because of that kind of that stuff. I don't want, you know, someone to say, well, you know, it, it rolled off the table because, you know, someone hit it or, you know, whatever, just in general and stuff. So, but the TikTok world has gotten so bad that everybody just, they see this every day when they're watching these videos and mm -hmm. all these other paranormal people that, like you said, want the clicks, want the things. Like we went through last week, we went through some of the videos and it was so hard to go through videos and look because you would think, like, you know, the guy's walking through, oh, there's a ghost, and then he looks away, he comes back, and nothing's there. You know, well, you know you've done spliced it, you know, and edited it and changed it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm just kind of getting whole, I'm getting kind of tired of the whole TikTok paranormal world and stuff. It, I'm, just, I'm just kind of over that. Yeah, you know, and I, I get the um... – you know, I, I get the appeal, I guess. I mean, I can understand, like, you know, why some people fake things or the way they present things and they over-sensationalize. And, you know, I think there's just some people that stumble onto it and, you know, they get addicted from the attention that they uh, have gotten by posting a, a video like that. And, you know, there's just, there's an audience for it, though. So, which tells us there, that people are still you know, entertained by the possibilities of the paranormal being real. Uh, it's just when you put in the legitimate hard work um, and, you know, like you said, it's like fishing. I mean, it's sometimes it's like watching paint dry, too. I mean, it's just like it's not the way that it's presented in these like 30 second TikTok clips, you know. 
you could spend, you know, half your life chasing a moment like that and it may never, ever happen. And, you know, for a person like right. me who might put, you know, hours and hours into editing one 20 minute ITC se session that I know that I had some direct, intelligent, fantastic replies and to put all that work into it. And I know I have something special and to present it and for it to only get a few hundred views. And then you go to TikTok and you see somebody, you know, that obviously has faked something or whatever, and it's gotten like a million views. You're like, we're in the upside down. This makes absolutely no sense to me. And so that's why, I mean, I just personally don't care because, you know, I'm not out, I guess, to be an entertainer or a celebrity. I just, I'm passionate about my pursuit and the work that I do and my approach. Right. And I, I sleep well every night knowing that, you know, I'm not out, you know, you know, doing stuff like that. So. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I tell, we talk about it too. And I'm like, this person, you could tell this person's faking stuff on their lives. Like the action that you ever see is always behind camera. It's never in front of the oh, camera. Yeah. You know, they'll, you see, they'll always see their stuff and they got like 2.5 thousand people watching their lives. And I'm like, this is all fake. You people are like, yeah. you're loving it. They're eating it up. I'm like, go watch someone that's actually really doing an investigation, you know, and see <laughs> something that's really true, you know. Right. So, yeah, that's that's gotten out of control. That's that's just really crazy. Um, yeah. We know that the ghost box is your favorite because I mean you have so many and you collect them. What would be your other piece of favorite equipment that you like? Well. You know, I, I do enjoy ghost boxes, but I, I have to say that I've learned over time that, you know, you can take a uh, an ITC device and pretty much get a response anywhere you are. So uh, I, I don't feel good about going into uh, like a residential case or uh, uh, just, you know, when you're trying to like prove or disprove or, or uh, you know, find out if a place is haunted or not. I don't feel good just going in with a ghost box and turning it on and hearing something strange and saying, yep, case closed, it's haunted. You know, I kind of have my own little pecking order of, of what I like to do when I approach an investigation. And, you know, I don't really feel good about breaking out a ghost box if I can't catch at least an EVP in the location. Because to me, uh, uh, a EVP just using a digital recorder it's, it's a localized, you know, it's in your proximity. You're not, you know, getting radio signals. You're not getting, you know, any type of, uh, you know, it's not a receiver of any kind. You're just using, uh, besides, you know, just the audio that it hears. So to me, if, if I can't catch an EVP at a location, I have a really hard time doing anything else. So to me, uh, an EVP and, a re, you know, a digital recorder uh, the, the recorder is the number one piece of equipment that I feel like you is necessary to, you know, because I'm such an audio guy and there's so much that visually, uh, it, you know, cameras are a nightmare, you know, with the dust and bugs and moisture in the air, trying to get something visual, which is so, so tough. So I've always relied more on the audio side of things. And so to me, uh, the digital recorder is my go-to. So what, what kind of piece of equipment do you wish, like, in the future that you could have? That like, I could if have? you could take any kind of equipment that you Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, 
that is that is money's that is, no uh, option. Money's no option. I tell you, um, you know, I, I I really don't know. I mean, it, w- it would be really nice if we knew what spectrum of of light to actually see a spirit. You know, you know what where they actually lie in our reality. If if they're if they're in our space at all, to be able to have a way to visually actually see them would be just amazing. And I don't know what that piece of equipment would be, but um that would that would be incredible and you know but right now with the way things are with cgi and special effects i mean it would be so hard even if you knew that your capture of a full-bodied apparition or an alien or a sasquatch or whatever you caught even if you knew 100 it was real and and not doctored you know 90 percent of the people out there would dismiss it because things are so realistic now that um, it would be really hard to present anything visual and have people accept it. But to me personally, to be able to have the experience, to be able to see into the spectrum of where uh, spirit may be would be mind-blowing. That would be kind of cool. Some ghost goggles. Ghost goggles. Ghost goggles. Ghost goggles. Yeah, it's, ghost goggles. it's like... <laughs> It's like when you're doing an EVP session and you got the recorder in your hand, you know, how close are they to you to actually like talking to the microphone? I mean, are they up in your grill or are you catching them far away or, you know, how, how does that work? You know? So, um, I, I think that would be, that would be really cool to know. Now you got me thinking I'm going to be swinging while I'm doing EVPs. You're like, you standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, it it, that's going to make me think now when you're going to get an EVP and get a really good one. Are they, like right here, are like they right here on top of me now? Are they... <laughs> I end up putting all my EVPs away from me. <laughs> Set the recorder down and walk away. Yeah, yep. I'll just go walk away. I'm they can like, talk to hey. them over there. <laughs> what? Now you know what I have to deal with. I mean, it's like she starts running away. I'm like, "What are you running for? We're supposed to be running towards it. That's what we're here right. for." Wrong uh-huh. direction. That's how you die. Yeah. And have you ever yeah. seen a horror movie? If you run towards it, you die. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta ask this. I ask all of our guests and everything. What is your, what is your bucket list of places that you would love? One place that are or two, what you would love to go to. Uh, in the United States and then out of the United States. Oh, man, I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Equipment, uh, <laughs> locations now. Jeez. Um, hmm. In the United States. Uh, wow, that is really, really tough. You know, it might sound a little, um, I, I don't know, a little predictable, but I'd really like to check out Gettysburg. You know, they claim that that's the most haunted place yeah. in the United States. And and I, I, from what I've heard, you can't investigate on the grounds at night. But I would still love the opportunity to go there and just just see what it feels like. Like, you know, I, I think that would be pretty amazing. Who did we have a And did out of the United States. We just had someone on it. Went to Gettysburg at nighttime. The National Park let them. Oh, oh, Night Song. Yeah. I think it was Night Song. The girls from Night Song. No. Uh, the lady. Uh, she was the, it was after Night Song. Oh. She said she had went to Gettysburg and they 
the the national they said that they, she could drive on the road mm. and stuff like not go out on the field but she could drive out around christy. there oh christy okay. oh yeah it was christy christy uh uh it was christy yeah not nice i'm sorry it was christy and she said that they let her drive like on the outsides of the field yeah. and stuff like uh, but she said she could hear things like gunshots and different mm. stuff going on in the woods she's like at one point you could That's literally hear great. like like a, a trampling noise like something was like rushing in the woods and stuff and it, was, it would have been like if soldiers were running or, or you know coming through the route she could say you could hear it out there and stuff so yeah gettysburg would be really cool yeah, that'd be great. I'd also like to check out like uh, Alcatraz. I think that'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> That's mine. Yeah, that, that, that'd be pretty awesome. You know, I, I when I went to Mansfield, uh, the Ohio State Reformatory, um, that place is so big. I, I kind of felt like you did the first time, well, the only time you went to Waverly. It's just like I, I felt like it was more of an urban exploration. I, I just basically wandered around that place uh, till time was up. Uh, it was so big, so massive. It, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of overwhelming thinking about, you know, like how do you even investigate a place that's this big, you know? Um, but it was, you talk about something that was an impressive location. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go there, I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, we were looking, uh, actually looking at, uh, trans Allegheny in, uh, mm. in West Virginia. And yeah, I'd love to go those. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, St. Albans. We're trying to great. make a weekend thing. Yeah. I, I'd also like to go to Pennhurst. I think Pennhurst would be really, really uh, uh, intense to go to. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. There is a place. Um, was it West Tennessee Prison? West Tennessee mm -hmm. Penitentiary? Yeah. I, yeah. I've been I trying to get a hold of them to see if they do investigations there or not um but i thought we're going to be in tennessee in mar in may uh and i thought that'd be kind of cool because i know they did like um that's when they did the green mile and um the last stand and stuff with uh art and stuff they did film those movies there and apparently yeah. the electric chair old sparky still there <laughs> yeah uh that, that's really cool um but as far as like out of the United States, I think it'd be amazing to go to that island uh, outside of uh, Venice in Italy, that Prevelli Island. Pre I can't, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it was the, the island where they basically uh, put people that uh, uh, were sick with the plague. Um, and it's like a, a, an island that you're not, like the Italian government doesn't really allow people to go to, but I think, uh, of course, the Ghost Adventures guys, they got to do, um, they got to go there, but I think that would be wild. Also, um, like, uh, oh, where was the uh, the big Chernobyl, uh, where the uh, the Russian uh, disaster happened yeah. with the, the new reactor? That would be a wild location to go to. Of course, you couldn't get me to go to Russia for anything, but uh, <laughs> it would be amazing. They say, hey, we're going to go ghost hunting? You're like, go back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I would say those would be my my top um, international locations. I think that'd be pretty pretty intense. 
That's the second Chernobyl we had. Mm-hmm. Someone else yeah. said that too. I that's mean, what, I'd like the Italy one too. I mean, I yeah, go visit, island would be I can go cool. visit some family, go to Italy, then hop over to island. Yeah, the island one's pretty cool. <laughs> It would be, be really cool to go to Scotland too, to Edinburgh, to the uh, the city under the city where they basically locked everybody with the plague there under, there too. And um, I mean, Edinburgh is like built on top of itself, so the uh, underneath the city is like the old city, and and that's where they put all the sick people. So that would be that would be pretty wild to be able to investigate there uh, as well. Yeah, and, we, and we've we talked about it before is like um, there's a lot of out of the country uh, places that are have very like sad or um, kind of more of like that negative energy of like the emotion side of the negative energy. Um, and we've talked about it before where it, just feeling that kind of energy and the difference of that kind of haunted to are kind of haunted that we go to prisons, which you do get that same energy, but it's on a total different, um, you know, level of it. And just like feeling that kind of energy would be some an experience to have. When you think about the depth of history, um, you know, places overseas would have compared to, you know, how young, you know, if we have a 50 year old Walmart here in the United States, that's like classic architecture <laughs> compared to like, you know, what you can experience, uh, over overseas, you know, um, it's just, we can't yeah. even imagine, you know, what, what that would be like to be able to have access to like the catacombs and castles. And, um, yeah, it would, it's, yeah. it's definitely a different level. I actually had a, uh, trip I mean, that goes, Cool. I had a trip planned um, March of 2020. I was going to go to England and investigate with a uh, friend of mine who's a, a paranormal investigator in the UK. We had a uh, we had a map of 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 every every location that we were going to hit in that week. And the day that my flight was due to leave was the day that uh, travel got shut down because of COVID. Uh, from the United States to uh, to uh, London, so uh, never got to make my trip to the to England. Uh, I'll never I'll never get over that. But it was going to be a week to remember. Uh, we had so many cool places we were going to check out. It might have been more than a week. <laughs> you got out of there. Yeah. You would have left a day early. You might not have got back yeah. for a while. Uh, you know, there's a really said, good well, possibility. And my, my, my buddy that was over there, you know, we were kind of seeing the writing on the wall a couple of weeks ahead of time. Like, this is not going good. And he was telling me how things were devolving in England. And I was telling him how stuff was happening here. And, and so we were keeping in pretty close contact. And, and we, we pretty well knew about two weeks out the trip probably was going to get scrapped. So it definitely did. Yeah. That sucks. Any plans yeah, for in the future to go over? Uh, no. Um, see, last I talked to him, he uh, got a divorce and was couch surfing at his sister's place. So I told him I'd never come see him until he had his own house again. <laughs> so, so once that happens, the English trip is yeah, back on. Once that happens, we're back on. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I have no plans going back. <clears throat> I, I would love to go though. I I do have some other friends over there that I would I would love to go see and um and ex explore, but uh, just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, back to the TikTok. I mean, I during the daytime I watch it and you see all the English people because their time difference they're over there investigating. They have some creepy ass places that these people investigate. I'm like. Just like the paint's peeling off all the walls and stuff. I'm like, where in the hell are these people at? They're like, oh, we're at an orphanage that we used to, was, you know, like so many kids, they torture kids or whatever. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, that is just crazy. And, and this stuff. is where we but, ate the children. Yeah, I like watching them. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is where they, yeah. I like watching yeah, they, them over there because just, you see. I, I think about every pub in the UK has a ghost, you know, there, there's just there's such a rich history over there when it comes to uh, the, the supernatural. So uh, I have a lot of clientele uh, that come and see me that are from the UK and, you know, the stories that they have and experiences that they've had, you know, from little cottages in Wales to, you know, just, you know, the highlands of Scotland. I mean, there's just, you know, those stories are everywhere, you know. That would be really cool. And when they tell those stories, it's about 10 times scarier than when you tell stories here. I, I've i heard a couple people tell stories, and I'm like, oh. It's the accent. It's just the accent. It's the yeah. accent. <laughs> I, I swear. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I thought it would have been awesome for me to go to the UK, so I'd be the one with the cool accent for once. But, you know, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, what is your most... Uh, I would say, what has been your most freak out shit, freakish or most scaredest moment if you've had one? I don't know how easy you scare or not, but what would it be? What would be one of your most, you know, like holy shit that just really happened? Um, it was probably the event that happened to me in uh, 2003 uh, that really got me interested in the paranormal, and I, I think this uh, phenomena has a bigger impact when you are not looking for it when it's unexpected and it just happens to you versus you put yourself in a situation where you want something to happen versus where you're in a situation where you never dream like anything like that exists. So psychologically, it definitely did a number on me more so than uh, a lot of the, the experiences I've had since. But uh, a friend of mine, he was kind of an atheist dude. He really didn't have um, any like real spiritual bone in his body. And he bought this house that's not too far from where I live right now. And he, um, he invited me over to come see his new house. And so I went over there and as he was giving me a tour and it was a huge place. I mean, it was like 8,000 square feet. It was just a massive home. And as we were walking through the house, I happened to notice he hadn't even fully moved in yet. Um, I happened to notice that there was this pink film around all the, uh, the window seals and, you know, after noticing it in more than one room, I, I finally asked him, I was like, what is this pink stain around all your windows? And he started laughing and telling me that the previous owners thought the house was haunted. And they brought in some sort of practitioner of something to do like a cleansing ritual to get rid of the evil spirits. And he laughed and I laughed and we went on and he was more disgruntled that he was going to have to have the entire house repainted. 
And so fast forward, like six months down the road, uh, I'm talking to him and he's like, oh, by the way, my house freaking haunted. And of course, I, I at that point, you know, I just thought it was funny, you know, because if you knew my buddy and how, you know, he's like this adult ADHD guy, it's like imagine him, you know, being haunted was kind of. It's pretty humorous, but he was telling me some of the things that were happening in his house. And I just thought it sounded weird and just felt like he probably needed his medication or another bottle of whiskey or, you know, I, I didn't know really what to think. But it was summer of 2003 that he had me over and we uh, he was like an amateur uh, astronomer. And he had a really impressive telescope on his back deck and uh, he invited myself and and a, a gal over uh, just to grill out. And the, the big the big thing at that time was Mars was incredibly close to Earth. So he, he actually invited us over to grill out some chicken and to look at Mars through a telescope. <laughs> so uh, we were hanging out on the back deck and we were sober. I just, I need to preface the story saying we were not drinking. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we were hanging out on the back deck and it was so starry. I mean, he lived on this hilltop and it was so starry. Uh, I mean, it was almost like there was no words to even talk about how beautiful the sky was that night. And there was no artificial light contamination whatsoever. It was just that everything was super bright because the sky was so bright. And he was on one end of the deck sitting on a stool, looking through the telescope, you know, zooming in on Mars. And in the meantime, myself and the other gal that was there, we were standing on uh, one end of the deck and uh, I had a big glass of water with me. And you talked about, you know, having a, a glass thrown at you. Well, I set my glass of water down and we're standing there and nobody was talking because, like I said, we were just trying to take in the moment. And at that point, I heard somebody whisper in my ear and it was on the side where the girl was standing. And so I thought she leaned over and said something to me, but she had the same experience. She heard the whisper and thought that I said something to her. So we both turned to each other at the same time and had that whole moment of like, pardon me, what did you say? And at that moment, my glass freaking just got like punched up in the air and this glass went end over end and threw water all over both of us. And so our, our moment of, you know, pardon me turned into like a whole string of expletives and i mean it freaked us out scared us to get to death and the glass went flying by and um, my buddy who was at the telescope I and mean, we were back here wet and cussing and he never even looks up from his telescope he just says oh that's just the ghost that kind of stuff happens all the time and buddy i was out of there in about 30 seconds i was like screw you <laughs> Screw your ghost. I'm never coming back. Scared the living daylights out of me. And so, so absolutely is like look through it's like he's like pardon me, that's the ghost, don't like, worry about just it. The... Yeah. yeah. That's just true story. Ghost. He does it all the time. Yeah. yeah. True oh, true story. Oh my yeah. My 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 buddy who lived there, because he was just wired differently than anyone I've ever known, he was more agitated that he had a ghost in his house that wasn't paying him rent versus the fact that there was a freaking ghost there. He's like, I don't care if they're here, but quit moving my stuff around, you know, or pay a utility. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. So I can imagine going home all day, 
God damn it, you moved the damn table again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I let that kind of uh, ruminate in my head for a few days before I, I called him back and uh, and I was talking to him about it, you know, because of course after that I had some questions. And uh, so we started talking about his freaking ghost and it turned out that, you know, his house was the location of a homicide back in 1970. And not only was it the scene of a homicide, but the person who committed the crime was actually a close friend of my grandfather's. And so that's wow. when things took like a much deeper turn for me uh, because it really sent me down the rabbit hole of, so, you know, what makes a haunting? Uh, and the, the big unsolved mystery about this, this whole case is the, the to this day they've never been able to identify who the um, the identity of the victim who was actually killed there on the property. So I had this moment of that whisper in my ear. Could that have been the ghost of the guy who was killed? And what was he trying to tell me? Could he have been trying to tell me maybe his identity or asking for help or you know? So it made like psychologically it made like a big impact on me. And that's when I started researching trying to see if there was like a way to hear a ghost. And so from that moment on, that's what I've basically been chasing. And that, that began my obsession with, you know, ITC work and, you know, EVP and so forth. So that, that was, uh, that was, that's what started it all. And that's probably the moment that scared me the most because I was not looking for it. You know, seeing people get scratched and burned in, in Monroe house. I mean, that's just a Saturday night, Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> having, having a glass of water thrown at you. Yeah, yeah. Screw that. Yeah. The best part is like, oh, don't worry about that. It's just a ghost. That's the guy. He's just okay. Yeah. Just a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, That's a ghost. Uh, uh. Yeah. Like most people have been like, oh, my house is haunted. <laughs> and he's like, eh, bastard, don't pay rent. <laughs> oh <my God>. Absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, that's my like, have fun looking at your, story. at your Mars. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have fun looking at Mars. I'm out of here. <laughs> yep. Peace out. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Peace oh. out. So, uh, where can everybody find you? What social medias do you have? And well, I tell you, if you go to paraholics.com. Uh, there, that's, that's my blog that I've, uh, you know, for years, you know, kept up with like my paranormal investigation stuff. And there's links there to, you know, my Twitter and every, every other account. And then my new site, which is slowly being developed is the obscuravox.com. And, uh, and that's where I'm basically focusing on just my ITC experiments and, I'll, I'll be putting more posts up here pretty soon because there's some videos I've been uh, working on that I, I hope to get on there soon. But everything's going to be on the Paraholics uh, YouTube channel. So if you follow that, you'll also see my Obscure Box videos. So I'm not creating like a completely separate channel or anything like that. Yeah. So everybody go check that. Go check him out uh, yeah. and stuff. And if you're in town uh, for the Great American Hauntings or American Hauntings, Paracon. Yeah, he'll be there. And you're speaking. You said, yeah, I'll be speaking this year. I'll be doing a uh, workshop presentation actually with uh, April Slaughter. So her and I, she's uh, uh, she has more mediumistic type gifts, and of course, I'm just an ITC guy. And 
uh, her and I have had a couple chances of working together. And so we're going to be doing a, basically a presentation on, on, on combining the, the two techniques of uh, mediumship work in uh, conjunction with electronic mediumship through ITC devices. So it should be a really interesting presentation. I'll have to check that yeah. one over there. Well, yeah. Sure Come to the that. workshop. I, I think it's going to be <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy. Troy posted um, he had the events, the after hours events, and I think our presentation is going to be at the Mineral Springs Hotel. So that's always that's a bonus when you get to go hear about haunted stuff in a haunted place. So it'll be fun. Yeah, we're actually we're actually uh, we'll be there Saturday night. We're going to investigate Saturday night yeah. at Mineral Springs. Speaking of it. Oh, oh shout out to Lauren. Speaking of which, Lauren, Lauren said, it's her birthday. Lauren said I'll have to sign up for the workshop. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Lauren. Yeah, please do. Please do. She's We've never lashed the Paracon. Yeah. There you go. Our internet does it. That's all right. I suppose I have the best internet and you see what happens. It's one week last week was a new new router box and everything was beautiful. We were clear, everything was great, nothing froze up. And we're right back to square one again this week with the with the router. So but what I was yeah, saying was nice. uh it's Lauren's birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Lauren. Uh yeah, and birthday. we're actually going to Mineral Springs this weekend to investigate. Oh, cool. Enjoy. The place yeah. is massive. It is yeah. uh yeah. deceivingly large. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's so going on. Like, your, you're, I was just going to say well, your guys' faces. Like, I can't even make out like your your faces uh, very clear on the are on they the, on the feet. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know what it is going on with it. I have no idea. I'm looking at you, my iPad, and my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with the internet. That's our lovely internet here. But uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I was trying to see. Oh, nope, not on it. Uh, yeah. What are you on Friday night or Saturday? Uh, I think I think Saturday night. Go see if But the workshops, the after-hour workshops, are um, after uh, the investigations happen after the workshop. So you can sign up for a workshop. And still be able to go out and investigate as well, so uh, you don't miss out on anything. Yeah, we. Uh, I know there was one. I don't. She's. I don't. She might be the one that's doing the scrying mirror class workshop, the black mirror scrying black mirror workshop. She might be. And so yeah, I do. I, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I definitely want to go do that one because I've been. Yeah, she's been, doing. Really uh, those uh, right now. Yeah, she's doing that on. Uh, she's got something going on on Friday night too. Uh, last year she did a presentation on Skinwalker Ranch that I got to help uh, out with, so that was pretty interesting. That's lovely, them damn Skinwalkers, man. Yeah, I'll get you. <laughs> yeah, uh, freak me out. I no, I rather talk. I rather a shadow man come running at me. If a Skinwalker see, uh, I'm I'm huddling down and. Fetal position. Get, get in that fetal position. Uh, you know, there, there's that one skinwalker closet in the Monroe house. I, I thought I should mention. <laughs> Just don't open that and you'll be what? fine. What? <laughs> well, there you go. 
I'm you're gonna sit right inside there for the. For, uh, uh, yeah. Take you in and let you take the camera all by yourself, and you can just oh my gosh. with the camera. You know, it's so funny because everyone loves to stick me because everyone knows I'm terrified. Everyone loves to stick me in the most haunted places with the camera facing me, and it's entertainment for everybody. It just amazes me that she's so scared, but she you know wants what? to ghost us. You know what? If she wants to be investigator. Wanted, I'll do it. Well, not once. You are an investigator, and you're still scared. Of... Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know what. I don't know. It's like a. It's like a scary movie or a haunted house. You're terrified, but you still go back. You can. You can be the yeah, the maybe. drippy nose girl from the uh, the Blair Witch Project with the camera right in your face, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> If you if you find this, please tell me where I'm at. I'm at the Monroe House. You can find me in the box. Just cry. I just got bit by a skinwalker. It's thirty minutes of me just bawling my eyes. Yeah, I just got bit by a skinwalker. Uh, <laughs> don't get me. And I'm, and I'm and everybody's not, like, it's fake. Happy. She's faking it on TikTok. She's faking it. And everyone's like, she's just doing it. No, I'm not. Just uh, me. I don't so want to be here in this closet right now. Uh, that makes you really want to go to Monroe House. I don't have to go twice. You're going to stick me in that closet, aren't you? <laughs> uh, you know, we, we joke about it now, but and I'm laughing, but I'll be crying. We just say, well, if you get a chance to meet the, the owners, here, man. if you get a chance to meet the owners, uh, Pam and Eddie. Nice yep. Yeah. Pam and Eddie. Uh, I, like I said, Abby, like my friend Abby, she's been there like six times or so like just last year alone she's been there that many times and uh Mom. she's like eddie like the first time she went she said eddie met her there at the house and kind of showed her the room and everything and then uh she they walked down the front porch and he's like oh i forgot to turn off this light and he kind of looked at her and was like are you going back in and she's like well i wasn't do you need me to go shut the light off? She's like, he was like terrified to be in, in the own house by himself. He's like, you don't even want to go in there by himself. Yeah. And she's like, do you need me to go in there and do this for you? And he's like, you're going to stay here by yourself? And she's like, yeah, I got no problem. Hey, he knows what's up in that house. But I don't blame him. Abby does. She stays there by herself. She'll, she just hangs out in there. And Abby's a different breed, okay? She's not. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I've never seen this guys. woman afraid. Never seen her scared. She'll go in the most like scariest places, you know. But God for let a bat come towards her. Oh, that's over. It's over. <laughs> she is terrified of bats. Oh, oh that's funny. It's, it's bad news. I'll, I'll have to send you guys the link to my uh, Monroe House post because I got a pretty good uh, history uh, written out about the place. So maybe it'll help you guys before you get there just yeah. to yeah. Uh, have an idea of some of the, the background of the history of the house. Yeah. yeah, she had mentioned that I was going to do a two-night event and stuff. Uh, and she's like, well, maybe you should only do one night and go investigate yourself so that way you know. So now I'm thinking maybe we should do three nights and just do like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The house would know you by then. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you never know, though. You can get three different things for three different nights. Holy cow. I'm not going to get any sleep. <laughs> you can sleep in the closet. I'm sitting on the car. <laughs> Take a nap. Oh, man. I, I had a guy do that one time. We were at a, a location, and he was so terrified uh, that he, he he insisted on sleeping on the vehicle. I don't, I don't, 
I, we've only slept at one location, McIntyre Villa. We actually went to sleep. Uh, but other than that, I've never really, really went to sleep anywhere else. Like, spent the night there a, or nothing. I took a power nap when I stayed at the um, Old South uh, Pittsburgh Hospital. It was probably about three, four o'clock in the morning, and we decided uh, to call it a night and uh, just found on one of the beds there was a, a bed and then there was another mattress on the floor so two investigators like collapsed on the mattress on the floor and i fell across the bed and instantly just passed out i was exhausted and i woke up to something shaking the hell out of that bed i went flying off that bed backwards so fast like across the room uh that was another like freaky moment that happened to me i will never forget that i mean that bed was moving and and my buddies they were asleep man they they weren't shaking the bed messing with me because i scared them when i started like flying backwards screaming trying to get off the bed <laughs> that was uh, that was an attention getter no yep. thank you madison must have been sitting yeah. on the bed she was shaking yeah. i didn't have the great I, I have to admit though man i didn't have the greatest experience sleeping at mcintyre um I, I woke up and i believe there was a I still, to this day, there was a huge shadow standing over me, like, reaching to grab mm. me, and I screamed like a girl. Like, literally screamed yeah. like a, a girl. And I thought I was dreaming, and then I went back to sleep. And I was like, well, that was just a dream, you know? And then I woke up the next morning, and the guy that was in the bed next to me was like, dude, what the hell happened to you last night? He goes, you screamed like a little girl. He goes, I never even heard anyone scream like that. I'm like, damn, it wasn't a dream. <laughs> I was like, that shit really happened. Oh, All I know is I wasn't here to think. I had my AirPods blanket, two blankets yeah. wrapped around my head with my hood uh -huh. and I was on the ground. <laughs> here's the thing was that even if I was dying, he never even came to check. I said, what did you do? He's like, I just pulled the cover up over my head and closed my eyes. <laughs> I like, when I, when I spent the night... <laughs> when I spent the night at the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast... Um, my brother and I, we got, uh, it was like one room, but it had like two separate bedrooms. And uh, we had been, you know, up wandering the house, investigating uh, and drinking beer, playing with Ouija boards. I and mean, we, we just got super weird. And we went to a bed that night and he was like a little freaked out. He did not want to sleep uh, in that bed by himself. I was like, dude, you are not sleeping. We're not eight and five anymore. You're not sleeping in bed with me. And so he goes and he gets in the other bed and I'm in my bed. And at some point I feel somebody get in bed with me and I'm like, Oh, I'm freaking going to knock him out, man. And I opened my eyes and there was nobody in that bed, but I could feel the depression of somebody laying down in that bed with me. And that's when I was like, Bubby, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I think I never go get in bed with my brother. There was, like, there was like no cat, nothing. And what was oh really crazy, and what was really crazy is the next morning at breakfast, there was actually a descendant of the Borden family that was actually there. And uh, she asked how we slept. And I said, fine, until somebody got in bed with me. She's like, what room were, were you in? And I told her the exact same thing happened to her when she stayed in that room, except it got in on the other side of the bed from what I experienced. So that was that was incredible. Damn. Some of the that weirdest things happen when the, when the cameras are off.
Um, I mean, that's oh that's yeah. I mean, yeah. I've I've captured like everybody asked me the question: Have you seen a spirit? And I'm like, yes, I've seen three apparitions. Um, I've seen a doppelganger. I've seen shadows. But every time, and I tell everybody, every time that I've seen an apparition, I wasn't like expecting. It was just caught. I like I looked a certain way, and they were standing there. You know, there wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, oh, it just walked across while everybody was standing there. You know, it was a little boy peeking around the corner at the end of a hallway of, of Mineral Springs is where I saw my first one. There was a little boy peeking around the corner at the end of the hallway. And that's why we were packing up our equipment and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've seen him was the first and the other ones I've seen at Indiana State Sanitarium is where I've seen the rest of all of my, you know, that place to me is just... One of my favorite places. That place is just crazy. Yeah. You know, you think. Have you been to that one? Think about. Yes. Yeah. A couple times. I I love that place. Um, You you think about it, though, these locations that we visit uh, over and over and over again. uh, You think about you try to put yourself in the position, you know, if ghosts are real and if ghosts, you know, are trapped or they decide to stay in these locations. How freaking depressing would it be? to have people night after night asking you the same questions and wanting to talk to you about your most favorite moment of your life. Uh, that one time you died, (laughs) you know, it's like how, how torturous would that be? And so I've, I've found that a lot of times in those more casual moments where we're not like quote unquote doing like a session or we're just talking amongst ourselves or cutting up, having like real human moments that seems to be a lot of times when they want to interject themselves the most, because, you know, it's probably more realistic to them than being drilled and talk about sad things all the time. So uh, I, I, I've tried to be more mindful of that whenever I go in those locations, especially like the, the pay to play places, because, you know, they just get the same thing over and over again. It's just like, you know, yes. I know how I would be. It's like, no, I'm not going to tell you my name. You know, I'm going to tell you my name is freaking Beelzebub, and I hope you shit your pants, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, would be, that would be me or something. If I was haunting something, I'd just fuck with people. Just Oh, yeah. Just make sure oh, that yeah. they think, you know, demon. There's a demon yeah, here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's, that's being, like... Good. Oh, I mean, just you think about how many get outs we get. I mean, the cliche is real. I I mean, for every get out EVP I've had, and it's like, it's no wonder, you know, because we are, we got to just bore them to tears and uh, it's got to be just agonizing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why like a lot of people are like, you know, we'll go, well, we've gone on TikTok live before just because it's three in the morning and we're, you know, we're like, okay, why not? You know, and we've done it before. And everyone's like, what are you guys doing? Why are you guys just joking around? And a lot of people have said, like, um, they're like, why are you guys joking? Why are you guys joking? Because we've done this since, I mean, you've been doing this for five years. I've been doing this for, you know, two years or so. And all these people have just seen these people come in and out, in and out. And they're, like you said, asking the same questions, asking they're t- like and a lot of serious, you know, there are serious moments with us, but how many times do we just sit in the hallway and banter back and forth to each other and we're getting footsteps and knocks and laser grids are going, REM pods are going off, K2 meters are going off because we are just 
it's something different. It's but, something, you know. It's more like you're ignoring them. Like you're not giving them your full attention. Yeah. You know, we've noticed that we're like things are not going on. And then we start playing mm-hmm. a game like the grocery list. I don't know if you've heard where someone starts with A and B and C. We start playing this game. And we've never been able to finish the game because by the time we get to a certain thing, the activity starts ramping up because they're like, hey, you're ignoring us. You know, hey, we're here. You know, you're supposed to be paying attention, even though we don't like to respond back to you, but you're still supposed to be paying attention to us and stuff. And then they get, you know, and they start acting and interacting with us and stuff. And but like you said, it could be that common that common conversation that, you know, you're not asking, yeah. you know, and I tell people there's not a dumb question, but yeah, they are dead. We all know mm-hmm. they're dead. We know they died here or, you know, they're dead, not necessarily died here, but you know, so ask them other things like your favorite breakfast, your favorite, you know, what did you do like to do when you were living? Did you drive or did you walk? Did you like the bus? You know, questions mm-hmm. like that to where you say it's a different, you're actually trying to have a conversation and not just asking them their, you know, their main moment in life of dying and stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of like if you're trying to have a conversation with somebody who is like terminally ill and, you know, you know that they're going to die, they know that they're going to die, uh, go in and have a conversation and, and just start asking them about, man. So when you think you're going to die, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's not the way you treat people, you know? And, and another way to kind of look at that, too, is when you kind of change the frequency of the moment and you raise the vibration of, you know, like death and darkness to laughter and, and those type of things that draw, you know, like uh, a community closer or relationships closer, closer. Uh, I, I think those are the moments, too, that spirits can identify with and so they they want to be they want to be a part of that moment you know uh so i, I think it's a yeah. smart approach you know you know and 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 it can be done in a way that's still respectful you know um so right. it doesn't have to be, everything that yeah, we do just, i mean that's what i tell yeah everything is respectful or yeah yeah i mean i've had like some terrible things said to me through like ghost boxes and things like that and I mean, I'll never forget one time I was at the St. Albans Sanatorium and there's one ghost there that I can't even find any historical record of this person ever existed. But there's a a room in there they call Donald's Room. And Donald is the most vile, sexually explicit ghost that I have ever encountered. And the stuff that he will say is just uh, I'm sorry, but it is hilarious. And one time, one time I asked Donald, I, I asked him, uh, you know, what he wanted. And he basically was like, to kill you, God, and everybody. And I just started laughing like, holy crow. It's like, <laughs> that that was your moment. You know, You're you like, all so right. To say anything. And that's what you had. That was the best you had. That's what but you got to say. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just, it just struck me as so funny. And then uh, a few minutes later, he's telling me he likes bacon. So, whatever. Who doesn't? Everybody likes bacon. Everybody does. Even, <laughs> Even Donald. In the spirit world. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to bring Donald some bacon. Remember, if you ever go to St. Albans, bring some bacon. <laughs> just the smell of it. I recommend it. It's a, neat, it's a neat place. It's a very neat place. 
And then where is that located? Radford, is, Virginia. Is that West? That's Western Virginia too. Yeah. Uh, Virginia, uh, Virginia. I mean, go, yeah. Oh, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Um. Any other questions? Love All right, you got any questions for us? Uh, so what's your guys' goal with the, the the your investigations? What are you? What's your your main main objective? Main objective. My mine's been mine's been totally the uh, the curiosity of, and mm -hmm. I've always said it from the get go. If I could have a ghost come down and have an interview with me, then I would, you know, I would answer my questions, and then my job would be over. I mean, that's pretty much, yeah. you know, I, I want to know what, what, why are they here? Why, you know, is there a choice that you get to make? Is there, you know, is there something that you did wrong? What, what makes you have to stay that you don't, or is there, is there not a better place? I grew up Catholic. So, you know, in, in my religion, there's a better place. You know, um, I'm not a, a, not a practicing Catholic right now. I mean, I think, my religion, their religion is very, you know, it was forced upon me as a kid. Um, like my kids got to make their own decision on what religion they want. So, you know, I get a lot of, I get a lot of bad talk from Catholics. Like, what do you do? You're a ghost hunter. You know, you're not supposed to be doing that, you know, but, well, but it's okay for the priest to do exorcisms. I don't exorcisms. You know what I'm saying? It's hypocritical, mm -hmm. but um, <coughs> yeah, oh, I, would, I would, I would love to know why them. they're here. Yeah, I mean, Catholics pray for people yeah. in purgatory. Yeah. So you know, I would love uh, to know what the afterworld, what the afterlife is about. Yeah, very good. And I mean, I, I, I mean, there's, I have different philosophies on, you know, like, if, are we all in the same timeline, but at different at different times, but in that same time, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That there's different timelines mm -hmm. and we're dead. So when we're in like an Indiana State Sanitarium. In that timeline, is it still a functioning hospital? And we're yelling out, hello. Oh, and all of a sudden the nurse is like, did you hear that? And do they think right. we're ghosts? You know, the veil yeah. was that thin enough that at that, that moment in time that they could hear us, you know, or we can hear them or we can see them and they can see us, you know, are we ghosts to them? You know, are they, you know, are they living? It's just a lot of questions. I just need to know, do they live their same day, their last day? Or are they just living a normal life? Right. Kind of goes back to your whole uh, um, custodian pissing in the bathroom, uh, Waverly Hills on the fifth floor. You know, where, <laughs> where he, yeah. the veil is just thinner. I mean, Maybe was he just cleaning? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was he I mean, just, you know, was he cleaning and decided he had to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. know. That's kind of like, you know, I've never Seems knew. Like I, I'm not doing it to be famous. I don't. I don't think we're ever going to be famous. You know, that's 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 lightning in a bottle to some of those people. So I'm mm -hmm. not out here to try to be the next. I mean, we get on TikTok, but it's just, it's to spread our name. We're not TikTok creators. I'm not asking for right. you know people to send me gifts or you know things that I promote. Nothing but um, good into the whole paranormal community, the Perry family. Uh, like I bring people on like you, I bring building owners on to talk about mm -hmm. their buildings, to talk about their business. If you go on our Facebook uh, Harness Souls Paranormal group page, you can advertise your books, you can advertise your business. 
we don't mind that. You know, anything that you have right. or you want to promote, we do that. I'm all about giving back. You know, we have a lot of things coming up this year um, with like maybe, you know, classic card trick or treat. Next year, we're working on maybe Toys for Tots, you know, doing stuff that you don't see. I mean, you do see some, but you don't see a lot of the paranormal, you know, groups mm. giving back or, or not really giving back, doing other stuff than, you yeah. know. And I'm all about. Yeah, know, and I have. Just I, getting our name out there. Yeah, and I, I wasn't necessarily picking on TikTok, but there's definitely a difference <laughs> between raising awareness of, of, of your work and what you're passionate about versus being a content creator, clickbaiter, you know what I mean? So yeah, there I mean all the, all of those things at our disposal can be used in a positive way too. So yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Uh I mean and I mean and the big thing like when we do events, I like the new people. I mean I, I welcome all the the veterans, you know, the, the seasoned veterans and stuff but i love the experience that new people have never been on a ghost hunt and the flat the mag light goes off or the rim pod goes off and how their face lights up you know they're like so amazed mm -hmm. that that just happened you know and that they saw something mm -hmm. to me it's like you know it's like the first time i experienced it was like oh my god that's yeah. you know i can't explain why that metal box went off or you know i just you know you start looking at it like okay is there a button on here you know, with the mag lights or, you know, cat ball or stuff like that. And then, you you know, people walk up and they pounce and they jump. And, well, that didn't make the ball go off. Then how did the ball go off? You know, someone had to push it or someone had to move it, you know. So I love when the new people come to our events. I like the I like because we ask that question when you buy a ticket. They're like, is this your first paranormal investigation? And I'm just like, oh, man, this is great. Like all these new people are coming. And, you know, I love to share, you know, what we do and stuff like that. I think oh, that's cool. I mean, a lot of, but I love it a lot of it. There's a lot of negativity in the paranormal community. Like mm -hmm. we do the exact same thing. Everybody does the exact same thing. We both go hunt the same, we both go hunt the same buildings and stuff, but people are just so bad at times. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, there, there's like I probably weird, just went off on your question. No, there, there's a lot of weird <laughs> egos and like turf wars that seem to happen in some of these locations. I've never, I've never really bought into any of that. Yeah, it's like I'm like gang. you're like that's well, why is it just your building? Like, see my black shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, a funny thing about you know you say that. But like at uh, Glore Psychiatric Unit in St. Joe, we put a Haunted Souls Paranormal shirt on the dummy laying on the morgue table down there. And we did it as mm -hmm. a joke, thinking, you know, we autographed it and we left it on her thinking, yeah. oh, somebody's going to come and cut it off. And it everything. was a joke. because You know, had, it was just, yeah. we had been there prior and we named him Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. It was a mannequin. We, we, <laughs> yeah. we were hanging out with him and stuff. So when we got back, did we lose him? No, I'm here. Okay, there he is. Uh, uh, so when we got there the second time, we put a shirt on him and stuff and took pictures with him. And I told Jared, the guy owned us, I said, oh, we forgot to take the shirt off him. You could cut it off him or anything. Uh, friends of ours, Lauren and them, went back a couple weeks ago to Glore, and his shirt's still on him. They left. They, they kept him. 
on his old paranormal shirt on him. That's gonna be like, <laughs> they showed us a picture with him. Oh, yeah, right? they took a picture with him. That's it's like, oh, no, that's fine. We'll just leave it on him. That's fine. <laughs> like, okay. Like, like can't be happy funny. with other people. You know, like you say, the, the turf war, someone else coming through, they'll be like, what the hell? Why has he got this yeah. shirt on? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. You guys should check out Post Town Elementary. Yeah, you guys should check out Post Town Elementary sometime. I was looking at that one too. I, I got a big old list of things and just you know, texting people, emailing them, trying to get them to call back and stuff is just and places are up now so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I know like Edinburgh, they don't have any weekends for the whole year. What's Edinburgh? Edinburgh Manor to in, uh, in Indiana. Uh, Edinburgh Manor. Is that How do I not know this? Yeah, it might be in Iowa. Yeah, it's it doesn't Edinburgh ring a bell. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's all yeah, it's in Iowa. Uh it's up in okay. Iowa. It's already booked up for the all every weekend in the, in the next year. I'm like, Jesus That's Christ. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So Wow. But uh yeah, uh we thank you for coming on, Matthew. Thank you. Yes, we'll yeah, have to yeah, get together and uh, investigate. I would love to go investigate with you guys. Yeah. With you. Yeah, if you and if you ever head this way, man, hit me up and uh uh, nothing else. Oh, we'll that or let me tell you something. I have, I have the keys to a building here in St. Louis. That's not very, uh, a friend of mine, Nicole, she, uh, runs St. Louis haunted mansion here in St. Louis. It's mm -hmm. not the limp mansion. It's a different mansion. And, uh, I can okay. go there anytime I want. And when you guys are down here, I don't know how much time you're going to have when you're here for the, for the, for the, uh, convention and stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a building that we can investigate and stuff. We've gotten some really cool. It used to be a gangster restaurant. Oh, cool. Wow. And stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll keep that in mind. And that, I know but, I'll probably come in like the night yeah. before the conference, so I'll see how uh, I, I do on time. Yeah. I mean, we can go during the day or anything. We don't have to go at nighttime, so we can go anytime cool. we want. So, But I appreciate well, your, you your so time, man. Sorry that yeah. our, our time got yeah. mixed up. <laughs> no man no that's fine man it worked out it was good talking and catching up with you guys so i appreciate you having me on and uh, yeah. uh we'll see you in out. a couple months then all, all right. right sounds good my friend yeah. all right thank you take care all right. yep thank bye. you bye-bye bye. oh he was cool that was fun. that was funny uh susan hello oh, susan sorry you're uh ears oh wow where'd she go Right there. Oh, there she is right there. Yes. Hello, Susan. Sorry, we were here late and stuff. Uh, Addie said, oh, happy birthday to Lauren. Yes, 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 yes. Lauren. Happy birthday. Because they have one of the cheapest rental fees right now. Oh. Who's that? Edinburgh? Yep, Edinburgh. Edinburgh does? Yep. You would That's think that would be very cheap, man. That place is huge. Maybe they're trying to so, you know, sometimes if you're like, oh, let's bump down the prices and get these, you know, I guess. people know I mean, that and you get a ball booked up. I mean, hey, it's working. They're getting the money. So, Abby, I'm all about this. Uh, I'm all about this Monroe house. You would need to go three nights, maybe uh, do Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I know she wants to live there. So, I mean, she's all about setting up camp. 
Why don't we do like a one night event and then a personal one? Why? What's wrong with three nights? I don't know. <laughs> I'm up getting You're a not even out. gone here. You're already scared of the place. What? I I'm scared of the paranormal. I'll admit it. It's okay. First step is admitting. But skinwalkers? Uh-uh. Have you ever seen the videos? I can't watch the TikTok videos. Like, my dog's a skinwalker. I'm like, nope, I can't watch it. What, because he walks on his hind legs? And then it looks at you, and it's like, are you... They'll ask a question, the dog's just, like, looking at the person like this. I'm like, ew, why? Get rid of the dog. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it sounds fun. It sounds fun. But I know I'm going to be videotaping. <laughs> that whole night. Happy birthday, Lauren. Yes. Tomorrow's Lauren's birthday. She's got a big uh, investigation on Saturday. Uh, it's actually Lauren's investigation. Yes. Uh, she invited us uh, to come along. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will be investigating Mineral Springs on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to the... I... Uh... Teresa said, I'm a school. You know, you could just go right on in with Mo. I'm a scary cat. She said, I'm a scaredy cat, but I'm interested. Hey. Yeah. It keeps me going. I go back every single time. But I'm terrified. Yeah, she uh she's terrified. But yeah, no. I'm I'm brave to a point. Don't get me wrong. I never said moments. that I'm like Zach wise. No. But, uh, yeah, I. <laughs> Lauren but. says, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been to Mineral Springs. Said, and I'll pass out if I see a rat or a mouse. <laughs> we don't see too many of those. Uh, Shockingly, we don't. No. But uh, we do see mice. We do see some mice every once in a while. They'll go across the laser grid. I don't know where I've been. I've never been there. At the laser grid? Was that Missouri State Penitentiary? There was a mouse going across the laser grid. When I wasn't there. Uh -oh. One of the times you were there. I did not because I don't deal with them either. But, um, yeah, no, I've been, this would be my third, first, no, second, second time at Mineral Springs. So, I know you've been there like she said, I can 10 hear times. You. I can hear you. Well, I'm glad you can hear me. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I uh Susan says Teresa, you can do it. I have. But there's yeah. Jenny. Hello, hello Jeannie. Jeannie. You said Jenny. I, I said like, Jenny first and a genie. <laughs> I always want to say Jenny at first. <laughs> I'll be okay after I guess out. <laughs> hey, I mean it's all right. All these people are going to pass out. Yeah. But, oh, let's do it. She said, I hear you. Oh, I can hear you. She wants to do three nights. Abby says three nights. And we're going to sleep in the house, too. You are sleeping in the house. <laughs> I am not. I'll sleep in the house one night. Abby says she knows a good bed of Airbnb. Perfect. I, you know what? You guys can stay at the Monroe house. I'll stay at the Airbnb. <laughs> Get in a nice hot shower, nice sleep. Well, if you like Mineral Springs, um, I know for sure 
Um, I have a couple of places in lock for next year. Um, we're going back to Melbourne Manor. Um, we have, I'll kind of just throw up a little bit. Melbourne Manor will be in October. Um, I'm still working on it. The end of March uh, with the Metaphysical Fair here in St. Louis, in St. Charles at Harris. We'll be doing that one. And I believe we will be at Mineral Springs that night. Um, I just nailed that down today. So we'll be at Mineral Springs the end of March. I believe it's the 30th. And then in uh, July. What's our hot summer going to look like? July is a weekend. Speaking? That is going to be a weekend event. Um, it's two locations. It'll be McIntyre Villa and Glore Psychiatric Unit. Hmm. So we'll do McIntyre Villa on Friday and Glore on Saturday. Uh, so that's a two-night event, or you can buy one ticket for each night. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's that. Um, we are working on a um, working on some things uh, for Tennessee. Um, we are working on a West Virginia trip. Is that um, personal? Phil? This is going to be personal because I've ran into some situations right now. Of a lot of places won't rent you out the the option of holding an event. Holding an event, Trans Allegheny will not let us do an event. Uh, we cannot sell tickets. Um, either will Sweet Springs. They do not let us do events. Um, I was trying to do West Virginia Penitentiary, and I was trying to do Lake. Shawnee Amusement Park. There's actually an amusement park mm -hmm. that's haunted there. Uh, so I was trying to do a couple of those places. So it's going to be a um, – actually, it's going to be kind of a cool – we're going to promote it and see because uh, we're going to need uh, 20 people for it to be a reasonable price of 150 bucks. Trains Allegheny will have to have at least 19 people. Uh to make it 150 it's like almost 200 bucks a person if we only do 10. Mm -hmm. um, so. so it's kind of that price is pretty steep for a saturday so if there's a lot of people that want to do it it's going to do a haunted souls road trip it's not going to be like you buy a ticket or whatever i mean we're yeah. still going to kind of run it like we can do an event you know we have plenty of equipment if you don't have none um if that's something that you like to do uh, it's going to be maybe a possibly a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe a f Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come home on Sunday. Um, I don't know, um, but I know I have at least Madison's down, I'm down, and I think I have two other people that are down for it. I want to do that um, amusement park because that sounds awesome. Uh, I've never so, done amusement park. So. so, yeah, so it will be uh, – that's in the works. It's just a matter of trying to find uh, what nights that they both have the free one Saturday, one Sunday. Yeah. One Friday. Um, I'm shooting maybe April or August. One of those two times. Um, they said it's very cold right now in West Virginia. Um, so it's determining on what the weather is going to be like and stuff. So that's personally for me. Yeah. I say April cause I am a college student. Uh, we are going to be holding hands with Manny yeah. and <laughs> I'll dance, but I'm telling you right now, if I run, I will let go. Me and the ghosts. Jeannie said, woohoo. Yeah, Jeannie. <laughs> Going back to Mineral Springs. Uh-huh. 
Boys Funeral Springs this weekend. Uh, that's in Alton, Illinois. Yeah, that will be in Alton, Illinois. Yes. Uh, it's a private event, yeah. so it is. We are in. Just got to plan for dates. I knew. She, I knew. Gotta, gotta I, knew she was gonna, I knew she was going to say that. Who's, I, who's we? Are you taking foot toothless or toeless with you? <laughs> she got a bearded dragon named Toeless because he's got his toes amputated. <laughs> Poor bearded dragon. Oh, probably her and uh, Gina. Jean, Jeannie, Jeannie's going to the Glore weekend. Going nice. to the McIntyre Villa and Glore, huh? Oh. McIntyre's great if you haven't been. So, Are we doing McIntyre event? Yeah, McIntyre. It's going to be an event on Friday and an event on Saturday. Ooh. It'll be a two-night event. Um. Susan says she's in for West Virginia. You weren't asked. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> we are all writing a little together. Hey, I'm dropping hands. I'm just saying my investigation partner, Goofball, Gina. I told I, see, I, I told know you. who she was talking about, but you don't see her on the podcast no more. <laughs> I knew who she was talking about. I knew they were going to be like, we're in. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a road trip because I think the furthest place – the furthest place, we're going to start with the furthest place and work our way back towards our state. That way we're be, not uh, I think it was Sweet Springs. I think that was nine hours. It's like driving, hey, Susan and Jeannie. It's like driving up to uh, Minnesota. 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 <laughs> yeah, this time we're driving to the furthest place and driving back. <laughs> We're not driving to the shortest place and then driving further and coming back. No, I didn't. No, when he was talking about the amusement park, though, I was like, like a, like what kind of amusement park are you talking about? So apparently, and he's like, well, and I was like, is it like a working one? He's like, no, it's abandoned. I'm like, cool. Apparently, it's like um, it's um, possessed or not possessed. I want to say it's um, it's not possessed when you something as um. The ground is uh, not. It was an old burial ground. Yeah, but I'm trying to think what the word they they use. I can't think of it right now. It's not like it's um, it's bad ground or something. It's mm -hmm. I can't think of the word. It's not it's not helping me right now. <laughs> but anyway, the ground is is possessed or whatever, and uh, there's apparently there have been multiple deaths of rides malfunctioning and killing people. Yeah. Um, there's a little girl in pink that walks around the cemetery. Um, there's another older man that walks around there too. They've had. So, I don't know. We'll have to pick the side what we're going to do. If we're going to do the amusement park or Sweet Springs, and it's going to be a, it's going to be an expensive trip because a lot of these places are going to cost some money to go. So everybody should save their money now. <laughs> save your income tax. Uh, Lauren says, "My invest." Oh, I'm sorry, we're at that one. Was sorry, I missed this year. Oh, for glory! Oh, for glory! Yes. Yeah. Well, they now you get McIntyre Villa, which is only like twenty minutes away from glory. Yeah. So and that's why I would figure do it. It's a great, Ugh. great place. That's the place that we stay the night. Stanley, Stanley Hotel. No. That's in uh, that's in uh, Colorado. Colorado. Mineral Springs is a different. Clowns are bad. <laughs> We're not going I was thinking about doing the Nevada Clown Motel. 
so yeah, I'm going through a lot of these places right now. Still trying to, still trying to get dates. Last year was easy because I just picked dates, and then I worked all of our paracons around their dates. Mm-hmm. And this year we have paracons that we're going back to and festivals we're going back to. So now it's trying to fit these events around these different uh, paracons and festivals, mm-hmm. and it's you know looking on the calendar there. Are, this date is booked. This date is booked. You know, what I'm trying to get everything of what the festivals. Uh, you guys, get your tickets for tonight. If you were yeah, we'll be at the festivals I know of right now. Um, if anybody got any other paracons they want to send our way, um, I know we're going to be at American Hauntings Paracon again, which is Troy Taylor's in Alton, Illinois, because that is a close one. Um, I know I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm right. not supposed to say anything. I don't know, but hold on, everybody. We actually might be holding Haunted Souls Paranormal. Well, St. Louis Haunted Mansion, if everything goes well in March or April, we might be holding a Paracon here in St. Louis. So we'll be holding a, a Paracon here. But uh, we have. Said you were not supposed to say anything? I don't know if I was or not. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I was like, if, if everything goes well, if all the the inspections go well and everything like yeah. that, we just gotta get the building. Yeah, we gotta get the building up for code. So, uh, but um, yeah, we're doing that one. Um, the Great American Hauntings. Great American Hauntings. That's in June at the end of June, twenty second, twenty third, uh, June first. Shout out to Kenny and Kimswick. We'll be at the Strawberry Festival. Um, and then we don't have, uh, we have all the metaphysical fairs. So that's March in the middle in Kansas city. Uh, if things go well, we're actually going to have a ghost hunt at, I'll find out on Thursday. It's called the hall of waters. Um, it's not a very popular place. It's been investigated. Uh, we have seen it. The guy said that if you was to pull it out of the ground and set it on ground, it would be six stories high. So it goes six stories underground. Uh, they have an Olympic-sized swim pool in there. They have a men's spa, a women's spa. It's kind of like uh, Mineral Springs. They used to heal people. Oh, would come and like, try to get. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's a really big place. He said it's really big. Um, so hopefully that will be in the middle of March with KC Metaphysical Fair. At the end of March, KC Metaphysical Fair will be in that fair. At the end of March, at Hair at uh, Ameristar in St. Charles, that's when we'll be doing the Mineral Springs Ghost Hunt. Um, in May, we have the Galactic Casey Metaphysicals Galactic Metaphysical Fair in Tennessee. I haven't nailed down a place yet for that one. That's kind of tough. A couple of places I had already booked that night. So uh, we'll be there. We'll be back in Kansas City in July. And then uh, say October, we have Melvin Manor on the 5th. Which is night out that following weekend. Which if you want to go this year, tickets really sell out like within four hours. Yeah, I was talking to Kenny about asking them why they don't do a two night event. They can sell tickets for two nights. Yeah, so if you if you want to come see us and want to go, which is night out was really fun. They sell like four hours. Witches. Yeah. Nice. You gotta gotta save up for money for that because you'll buy everything when you're drunk. yeah, you have to buy your tickets. Like they released, what Kenny said, like at within four hours. Yeah, right? like at midnight, they sell out. Yep. Um, so 
Melbourne, which is night out, KC Metaphysical in Collinsville here in St. Louis. Um, if everything goes right on that one, I'm trying to get the YMCA in Alton. Mm -hmm. um, to see if Mark will let us release that one to us to let us use. Mm -hmm. And then that next weekend on Halloween weekend will be in Kimswick again for apple the butter. Apple Butter Festival. Apple Butter. So I think Kimswick is here. Kimswick like 100,000 this year or something? Yeah. Something like that. Somewhere over fifty thousand people came yeah. through there in two days. Hey, so we're, it's a Kimswick year. We do so well in Kimswick. We met Lily in Kimswick. Met one of our things. We met all kinds of people. Actually, I like meeting new people. The past this past weekend was the first time I actually saw the town of Kimswick. <laughs> I only saw before this past weekend. I only saw Kenny's shop. Oh, which, that's right. We went to the Christmas. We went walking the around Christmas, for the Christmas yeah. festival. That was that was a little cute little. They sold out. They had a cookie walk this weekend, three days, that you go around and you get cookies from own stores. We saw they sold that out. Everybody just buys the crap. Like, Kim's they sell tickets in Kimswick, man. man. They buy it. They sell it. I know. We couldn't even get a free cookie from Kenny because they only had so much. I think Kenny said he had, what, 1,400 cookies? Yeah. That's crazy. But I'll be back there uh, on the 18th. I'll be back to Kenny's shop on the 18th. Me and my grandma are going to go look at a shop. Oh. <laughs> my grandma's going to redo her bathroom. Oh, you're going to Kenny's? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Kenny. Shout out. Haunted Souls Paranormal sending you some business. <laughs> she's looking to do her bathroom. She just remodeled like, her kitchen. Yeah. And she's so. like, I want to change in my bathroom. I'm like, well, we know someone that does kitchen and bath. So Anybody want a kitchen and bath, go see Kenny Brown. Kim's with kitchen and bath. Kim's with kitchen and bath. Kim's with Missouri. Yeah. And I'm going to start getting a punch card. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Mom just said, it was me, Kenny. Whatever. Whatever. We'll take that. And off. are you taking her? No, I am. For anybody that doesn't know, that's my mom. That's why I'm talking back. <laughs> that's why I'm talking back. Other than that, everybody, um, next week, Santiago. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. If yeah. you don't watch it, right, you're going to be, you're going to miss oh, out. This guy is hilarious. I got to get my abs ready. I got to get I'm my gonna... abs Oh, I'm gonna be laughing the whole time. Well, but, she said, uh, one day I will inherit that house. So I want it done right. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, Kitty said, well, oh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> um, sending you some business, man. Yeah, you yeah. send us business. We're sending you business. But um, this weekend, we'll probably wind up going live at some point. Uh, probably. I yeah. don't know how well it goes. Uh, yeah. We might hop on a couple, you know, different maybe. times. We might do a little walkthrough before. Because we have it from like five o'clock at night till yeah ten in the morning. Which I'm excited so. to go see their shop, their haunted uh yeah, their museum. Their museum. Um, I'm excited to go see that. Dave's got uh, the asylum museum there. Mm -hmm. Um we're so. gonna see that. But maybe we'll do a little walkthrough, maybe we'll hop on a little bit during the night or whatever. But um I don't know, it's kinda it's a little private birthday investigation. So Yeah, I think uh Lauren's got some people from uh Texas coming, Texas, and one from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I think that's ain't that correct, Lauren? Mineral Springs is in Alton, Illinois. Yeah, it's kind of like a home from home. It only takes us like forty minutes to get there. So and that's with the traffic. Yeah, so it's it's nice that we can come home and sleep. We don't have to stay at a hotel or nothing. Yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska not Oklahoma, Nebraska. Texas and Nebraska. Yeah. Maybe we get her to go to Melbourne Manor in October then. 
but you're welcome but yeah uh so that's our next coming up weekend and next week is Santiago, Santiago. man. This guy is a huge. Oh, I, he is probably going to be. Oh, that's the other festival we're going to do in Perigo, Arkansas. Perigo, Arkansas. Home of Kathy Duncan Klein. <laughs> Kathy's from Perigo, Arkansas. They're going to have the High End Nations going to be down there. Yes. With Scarefest 2. Um, oh, Paradox and the Journey into the. Haunted. Haunted. So Paradox is from Texas, and that's Chuck. And Journey into the Haunted is from Nebraska. Hmm. So we get to meet some new people. That's which her is favorite nice. place. She'd definitely be, be down. down. Oh, Mel oh, Melvin. Yep. Well, she's not far from there. No. I love Melville. Holton's very, very haunted. And that's the thing is like right now we only know about Mineral Springs, but we will. We've been trying to want to get different places in Austin, so yes. So, but, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then Santiago will be on. Uh, we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. It's hats, the upcoming <sighs> festival, Scare Fest. Oh, I um, his movies. I'm gonna let him tell you guys the story of the Walking Dead, of the Walking Dead story when he first got on. I'm probably set. gonna laugh the same as <laughs> probably gonna laugh the same as I laughed. The make first sure time you it. make sure it's gonna be definitely. Rated R because the yes. man has a mouth, so there's gonna be cuss words. But it's, uh, yeah. but he's hilarious. He's a great, uh, uh, funny guy. And then our season finale, two weeks away. Athena, Athena. the zombies. Which so. these next two are gonna be totally different. We have like a movie star kind yeah, of person and then like zombies. And then so zombies. So we're getting away yeah. from like the paranormal. Uh, yeah. But uh, Santiago does paranormal stuff yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, he does do. But I like to talk about everything that he does because he does do a lot for the so higher nation. He is a veteran. He's been in the military. Um, he does a lot of stuff for uh, PTSD yeah. and stuff like that for soldiers and stuff. So I want him to get get out here and blast his stuff and tell his stories yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I was looking at Day of the Dead in Chicago, um, the conference they have. Yeah, uh, It's like $375 for a table for <clears throat> three days. Yeah, but they have like everybody from Hell uh, Hellraisers is going to be there. They played all like Pinhead and all them. They're going to be there. Um, the little boy from Pet Cemetery is going to be there. No, I know that one. He's older now, but the well, boy yeah. that played him. Um, the one girl that played in the very first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the redhead curly hair girl, she's going to oh, be there. There's nice. a lot of movie stars. It's kind of like that horror type thing yeah there's a lot of movie stars that are going to be at that one oh, nice. and stuff but i don't know i'm thinking about doing it i don't know maybe well, maybe see. we'll, we'll see. see um but, we'll finish uh, up the comments here real quick um obviously amazing man serving our country yes yes he's an amazing he is. human. he's um, so funny he is so funny but uh but yeah Athena, and then we'll take our um, four week break. Four week break, just to kind of get everything going, changes some stuff with the layouts and uh, you know just the post of you know our podcasts and uh, yeah, just kind of get some things up on our website and you know be with our family for the holidays and have to worry about everything uh, and then finalize our twenty twenty four schedule. Yes, hopefully I have a good idea by next week. 
hopefully by at least the next two weeks, I'll have our full schedule out and then we can start running uh, our ads. Mm-hmm. Um, working on a couple things. Set up and- um, we might do a season pass where if you get a if you buy a ticket to all the events, you get a discount uh, price for all the events, kind of like a season ticket type thing. I offered it to Susan. I told her so I can give her a season pass. We're like running six flags out here. Six flags. You get a season pass. You come to all the events, you get a discount. Oh, a big so discount. It's gonna be worth it. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's something, you know, we guys follow us, our haunted souls army. Is that what they came up our with? Our souls. Doing? Souls Army. Our haunted souls. But other than that, check in next week. It's gonna be a good show. Thank you for staying here and watching us, and thank you for the people that come. Yes. Support us every week. I'm just totally amazed. I know you come to see Madison, but we it's love okay. You. I love you. And everything. I but, love uh, every one of you. Everybody be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Stay spooky this weekend, this week. Stay yes. spooky. Bye. Bye, guys.